Welcome to the LaughSpin.com podcast. What's up, everybody? Welcome back to the Last Spin Podcast. My name is Mike, and with me, as always, Dylan Godino, uh, Last Spin Editor. What up, buddy? What's going on, man? Welcome Not- back. Uh, yeah, thanks. Where did I... Did I go somewhere? Yeah, it's Memorial Day. We had a little Memorial Day, uh, you know, extravaganza. At least I did. I went to Virginia, went to a wedding, had some fun. Oh, yeah? Oh, that's yeah. that's nice. Yeah, it was a good time. It was at a winery, so we got plenty drunk, and... Mm-hmm. Uh, now we're back. Now we're back, and and we were uh, we were away during the whole um, big Arrested Development uh, season four drop. Yeah, and I saw that you promptly had a uh, a review up. I know you were like busy getting a couple of people to do that, right? Yeah, our uh, our writer in Austin, Carrie Anderson, who is awesome. She's just outstanding. She did. Uh, she recapped the first five episodes of uh, season four of Arrested Development, and I know uh, we already talked about this uh, before we hit record. You you have not yet uh, started watching the fourth season. No, <clears throat> I haven't watched the fourth season yet. I'm, I'm, what I wanted to do was I wanted to uh, rewatch some of the old ones just to kind of get myself in the mood. And get yeah, yeah. Myself prepared and remember remember things. Sure. Um, I haven't heard any kind of real big spoilers, but at the same time, I'm not. I don't. I'm not one of those ones people that really cares too much. <laughs> yeah. One way or the other, when it comes to spoilers. So yeah, um, I will. I will get to it definitely. Um, I'm, uh, you know, uh, I'm. I'm taking my sweet ass time. Is what I'm doing. Yeah, as 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 well you should. I you should not feel any any pressure. I'm about as as we record this. I am, I believe, seven episodes into the 15-episode season. And what do you think thus far? I, I, I mean, I like it. I was never... I, I, I liked Arrested Development. I absolutely liked it. I respect. Uh, I respected it. I, I, have, I had an appreciation for it. I don't think I was insane about it the way some people are insane about, you know, like The Wire or... Uh, uh, you know, show, shows shows like that, yeah. and especially this season in particular. And and as I'm talking, I, I would I, I would love to hear what you guys, if you're listening on SoundCloud, by all means, uh, throw a comment on SoundCloud, or you could email me at Dylan at laughsman.com as always. But as I'm watching it, I feel like it's very, and I think you use this term to describe Bill Maher's stand-up comedy once. Mm claustrophobic i feel i feel like i'm like i'm watching the fourth season and i'm like getting heart palpitations because there's so much there's first of all there there seems to be so much more narration than there ever was yeah and maybe maybe that's just you know maybe i just have to go back and watch the the first three seasons but it's so i feel like it's so over narrated and there's so much going on. There's so many flashbacks and flash forwards. I feel like they're trying to force too much into all of these episodes. I did um, hear that they're. I did hear <clears throat> that they're uh, trying to make up for the lost seven years of time. And yeah, doing that in such a way where they are flash forwarding and backwards and all that jazz. Right. Um, so I, you're you're just saying that it's it's kind of it's kind of becoming a little bit too much, too cumbersome. 
it's it's a little cumbersome and 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 I think that's okay because since it's on Netflix you could go back and watch them over and over again. Uh I feel it is it, it's a little cumbersome and they're trying to cram uh, a lot into not a lot of time, 30 minute, you know, episodes. And the other thing is because of everybody's schedule and because they couldn't get the entire cast you know, in the same place for yeah. an extended amount of time. And and this is something we all knew going into it that, you know, the first few episodes, at least, they, they basically focus on one main character. Right. And so there's not a lot of interaction between the entire family. Hmm. So you'll watch an episode and it's like all Michael and George Michael. Or, right. And you'll watch an, another episode and it's basically all Tobias, except, you know, there's a few flashbacks where there's, there's interaction between the whole family. Well, I'm um, curious, you know, I'm, I want to, like I said, I, I do want to watch some of the older episodes before getting into the fourth season. And now that you say that, I'm going to kind of look and see if that was seen in previous seasons or if that's something that's just privy to this season, just because of, like you said, conf- conflicting schedules and difficulty getting everybody in the same room and so forth so yeah. interesting though and uh, you know so far uh so far so good from from what i've heard i mean a lot of people have uh you know very excited couldn't wait and you know have watched it already and we'll probably watch it again we'll i saw something very briefly that said something along the lines of arrest development counted for 10 percent, something along the lines of 10 percent of all netflix downloads across the globe Oh, really? Um, yeah, I believe and, that. You know, along those lines, somewhere around there, cl- close to double digits anyway. So that's impressive. I'm not sure what the final numbers are, but I'm sure that you'll have something uh, along those lines down the road, especially when, you know, whatever the critics are saying, once it all kind of is ingested <laughs> by yeah. the masses. And then uh, the other little p- piece of business we want to get to before we get into the comedy news is uh, last week we talked about our first contest. And it's going to be a uh, Eddie Pepitone giveaway, and uh, we have a couple of winners winners to go uh, to announce. I guess. Well, right? yeah, we have we we can only we're picking one, but I okay. wanted to, I wanted to play the two finalists that I uh, that I chose, and okay. uh, I want you to actually pick the winner. Oh shit! Pressure. Big pressure, but don't worry. Mike is drinking from a giant jug of water right now, so uh, I gotta stay hydrated for this one. <laughs> All right. So we're, right. we're so so basically really quick we asked you guys to uh send in a a rant what was your what, what's on your mind in the comedy world what's your what, what was the favorite thing that you you heard about in the comedy world send it to us and we will we'll pick our our favorite one and then you get a free download of Eddie Pepitone's documentary The Bitter Buddha so here uh, are the are the two finalists I have um their names are on the the file names yeah I have so you, okay so, so the you first can... one's from from tim i'll just i'll just use first name for now the first okay. one's from from tim if one in four women are being sexually assaulted if those are the statistics then when someone asks me should we be writing rape jokes and sexually assaulted jokes i want to say yes what it's that common and we're not talking about it all day, every day. Why would we shush that under the rug? Like, if this is a big problem in our society, then it needs to be talked about at Agnosium. And one of the first ways to do that is for comedians to tell jokes about that in whatever light to just bring the issue to the surface. Right? 
Nice. I feel I feel like I should snap my fingers after that one. That was I, I love that guy's voice. Yeah, it was kind of it was. Is it, that like a? I don't know where he's from. Boston. It was, it it? was Jewish. Oh okay. <laughs> I see. I'm not good on dialects. It wasn't so much Jew. It was Jewish. No. Is that guy from Boston? Nah, he's a Jew. Oh okay. <laughs> Yeah. No. <laughs> All right. And then this uh, second one is from Tony. Hey, this is Tony in Florida. Just wanted to share my favorite bit of information I heard this week, and that is that Michael J. Fox is back. Looks like he's going to be shaking things up on NBC this summer. <laughs> Neat. <laughs> Tony wins. <laughs> yeah? Okay. <laughs> that was easy. Tony fucking wins. I love it because it was deadpan, it was short, it was quick to the point, and the neat at the end was definitely the capper. So, yeah, <laughs> Tony wins. Tony is our winner. Tony from Florida. Sorry, Tim, that was that was good, but uh, Tony Tony wins. That wow, that was great. <laughs> so we will we will get in touch with Tony, and we will make sure he gets his free download of Eddie Pepitone's The Bitter Buddha. Congrats, Tony. Congrats, sir. All right, let's get on to the comedy news, please. Comedy news. Oh, and uh, by the way, we'll be back with many more uh, uh, contests coming down the road, so stay tuned for those because uh, we'll be giving more stuff away. So, Tim, you could ba- you could get back in this, buddy. Maybe somebody else that you're uh, looking forward to that you want to get back in it, so don't worry about it. There's other chances. All right, so back to the news. Comedy Central renewing Inside Amy Schumer for a second season. This just came out, what, today, this news? Uh, let's say let's say recently, because who okay. knows when people are going to be listening to this. Sure. So uh, yeah, second uh, second season of Inside Amy Schumer uh, is uh, is coming to Comedy Central, which is awesome. She's been doing really really good with the with the ratings. Top rated entertainment show in all of television in its time slot among Comedy Central's core young male demographics: men eighteen to thirty four, men eight uh, men eighteen to twenty four. And it's the number one entertainment show on cable in its time slot among adults 18 to 49. That's big. That's pretty big because that is the kind of the elusive demographic there. And been able to pull it off. She is rolling high right now. And uh, yeah, and, they, and she gets a a well deserved second season. Anything would you like to add to that, sir? No, congrats. Just yeah. congrats. I'm I'm happy to see uh, uh, another. Um, what what is it? Another 10 episodes? Yes, um, 10 episodes. Yeah, that's it, man. It's a it's a good show, and and I'm glad it's coming back. Congrats, Amy! You adorable, adorable thing. All right, <laughs> moving on to uh, Doug Stanhope is going to be raising fifty thousand dollars for the atheist vis- victim of the Oklahoma tornado. Now this yeah. uh, this was a viral video that kind of uh, hit the internet after the tornado in Oklahoma hit of uh, a, a woman whose house was completely gone and Wolf Blitzer was interviewing her and well you know Wolf kind of gets which by the way who is, is that his real name is his name Wolf it's not I don't it? know idiots well, well Wolf uh, tends to throw. God into into his uh, conversations uh, at at will with uh, you know especially for, well first of all I, I hate these fucking these these reporters that go down there they they can't wait to get into the middle of a disaster they just can't wait to 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 put uh, a person in front of what used to be their house or their shit 
and just have the destruction be the backdrop and ask them, what are you feeling right now? You know, yeah. like that is like the, it's such, ugh, it's, it's such the, tabloid. it's the, yeah, it's the laziest type of, of journal. And, and, you know, it's, it's a symptom and a million comedians talk about this. Like it's it, just, it's, it's, a, it's the symptom of this 24 hour news cycle where, they have to they have to fill up time somehow and then right. what happens is you get these fucking inane interactions between you know what are supposed to be these well established well respected television news journalists um and you know like you said victims so uh, this video right. it's it's wolf blitzer literally standing in a living room uh, you, he, they're on the carpet of this woman's house. Yeah. What she's holding her house. Yeah, she's holding her baby, or like a little. It's a toddler, and you know, to, towards the end of their interaction, he says, "Well, actually, we could just. You want to just play it? Yeah, we'll just play the video. Here you go. Okay. Yeah. Oh, good. Thank yeah, you. Yeah. Such a sweet little guy. Yeah. All right. Well, you're blessed. Yeah. Brian, your husband is blessed. Yeah, Anders is Brian, blessed. Brian, he just Brian. Yeah, Brian. You like Brian, huh? That's your yes. dad. <laughs> But we're happy you're here. You guys did a great job. Yeah. Uh, and I guess you got to thank the Lord, right? Yeah. Do you thank the Lord for that split-second decision? I, I, I'm, I'm actually an atheist. Oh, you are. All right. Don't thank the Lord. <laughs> but you yeah, made the right but, call. Yeah, yeah. We are here. And, for, and, and you know, I don't, I don't blame anybody for thanking the Lord. Of course not. So. Hey, all right. Anders, want to try one more time? Okay. Yeah. All right. Good for you. <laughs> Oh no! Oh no! We're happy. We're so happy oh, that you're happy. No. Yeah. Oh no! A nice story. Ball. You see the balls. Yeah. The bowling balls. All right, he's 18 months old, and he's gonna have a happy, yeah. happy life. Yeah. All right, Rebecca, thank you. Yes, thank thank you. Ryan too. Yeah. All right, there you go. Uh, so yeah, Wolf he tries to interject uh, his religion into it. Uh, whatever it may be, I don't, I'm not sure exactly. Um, and, and the and the funny thing is, is he could have let it go because he said something like, "Oh, you have to, you have to thank the Lord," and like he could have just went on, but right, then he right. like stopped and he's like, "Do you thank the Lord? Did you thank the Lord? Did you? Did you happen to? Yeah." <laughs> and and I mean, good for her that she just was like, "Yeah, well, you know, we're we're atheists." <laughs> so um, and, and uh, yeah and. For all intents and purposes, Wolf handled it well. He just kind of laughed it off and then went on, right. on with it. But now Doug Doug Stanhope uh, is kind of taking a step further. And what is Doug doing here? He set up a uh, a fundraising page on Indiegogo.com. That's kind of like Kickstarter's competition. So he set up this. Uh, well, he's a, if if you don't know, he's very outspoken. You know, a very outspoken atheist. So. He and his atheist pals got together and they started this page to raise money to, you know, help rebuild this family's life. The goal was 50,000. It was a 60-day campaign. And as we speak, there's 55 days left. Mm-hmm. And they've raised a hundred and over $103,000. Jeez. So I don't know. It's uh, it's interesting that Doug did it. I think it could be the the start, the starting point of a of a interesting discussion. I get why he's doing it to stick it to religion and also to show that atheists, you know, do have hearts and 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 can help people. But then there's some people saying, well, if if he really wanted to make a point, then why not get atheists together to give to everybody? Wouldn't that 
make a bigger point. But um, regardless, this, this woman is, is you know, he's, they're definitely helping out this woman and this woman's family. Can I ask a question? Sure. I've had this conversation with a lot of people, and I'm not sure. It's, it's always a touchy subject, but are atheists, do they really give a shit, or are, are they just anti-religion? I mean, I think that's a I think that's a good question. I I don't I don't think they're because isn't the isn't isn't the fact that they're congregating under one principle or one belief completely ironic to the fact that they're trying to be atheists? Like maybe they, not, not, they don't believe in anything. They don't believe in a deity, right? But isn't the well, fact that they're just kind of congregating and and becoming a, a a organized group or religion, if you will? Their, of their own isn't that going kind of against i mean i think i think there no i i think there's a difference between organizing under the belief that there is no god and organizing under the belief of god and then therefore preaching the word of that god and you know trying to encourage others i don't i don't think they're trying to encourage other people to believe that there is no god mm-hmm I you know I don't I don't know this is uh but is it I I, I know it's kind of gets it gets it gets a I don't like, I don't think they're I don't think they're anti organization but is, is it preaching that there isn't something to the masses mm. just as I don't for lack of a better term selfish as preaching that there is something to the masses and expecting other people to follow them because of it or to help out or to I, but money? I don't I don't oh yeah I mean I don't think they're I don't think they're trying to get anybody to follow them. I mean, these are people that are already self-identifying atheists. I don't I don't I don't think they're trying to recruit people the way religions sometimes try to recruit people. I've tried to get my I tried to wrap my head around the difference between atheism and people that are agnostic because I think that right. there is a I think there is a, a, a big confusion with a lot of people who claim that there are atheists when in fact they are they are simply agnostic. Right. And, and I, what what is agnostics believe agnostic in, in basically is, nothing? No, agnostics like, well, th- maybe there's something, I don't know. Okay. <laughs> it's kind of a different, <laughs> it's kind of an easy way out, but at the same time it's kind of like, you know what, there may be something, there may not be something. It's there's, you know, there's science, there's things that we can explain, but even science isn't perfect because sci- the whole point of science is to prove itself wrong. Mm-hmm. So, you know, the the minute somebody comes up with a theory, they want to put that theory down. And I think where science ends, um, some people could say where science ends, faith begins. You know what I mean? Right. And I think scientists would say that only because they themselves stop knowing things. They they themselves go, I don't know, maybe. So I think that's what agnostic is, where an atheist is like, nope, nothing. That's it. Nope, no, nothing. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? When I was, what it's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I think it's, I don't know. It's it, to me, it seems a little brash. It's it, to me, it's just kind of like, well, I, what, well, what, what about this? Nope, nope, nothing. Nope, it's over. No. Okay, all right, great. You know, <laughs> whatever, dude. Like, I don't care. I mean, I don't care one way or another. But I'm, I'm of the mind that it's like you, you're making. You know, it's one, it's one thing to just be something or yeah. put yourself in an umbrella, and there's another thing to be like. Let's get all of the same people together and let's do something. It's like, no, isn't that what a fucking religion is? Like, isn't that what like people that were that started religions like try to do? So you're just really just trying. Like, why don't you just join a fraternity? Isn't it the same fucking thing? <laughs> like, you know, why don't you just, I don't, I don't know. Whatever. I'm, 
I'm ranting about nothing. <laughs> no, that's that's okay. Yeah, I mean, I, I think this is a... We could talk about this for yeah, three hours or so. I know. I've, I've had many conversations with the people about this, and, and some people get really offensive, uh, or offended, I should say. Yeah. Some people get really offended when you say... I I don't think you're an atheist. It doesn't sound like you're an atheist. It sounds like you're an agnostic. No, I'm an atheist. Okay, you just you hate religion. That's you hate organized religion. That's uh, there's some there's difference. There's a difference between that and I think being an atheist. I, I don't know. I, I honestly don't know. I don't know. I have to get we have to get Pendulet on the line because he'll he'll tell you exactly what it is. He's he's like the king of atheists apparently. Yeah. All right. Whatever. Let, let's move on. I want to. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we could go around in circles for fucking years about this. All right. Um, oh, this is interesting. Dan Harmon is confirming that he's going to be back for uh, ex- for the executive producer slot in uh, Community. Really? Well, he 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 um, he confirmed that he was asked to come back. Oh, okay. So he's he's not de- it's not definite that he's going to do it. Yeah, I mean, as we speak, I mean, I don't know when you guys are, are going to be listening to this, but uh, they did a, uh, during a live taping of uh, Harmontown, his his long-running podcast, he apparently told the crowd in LA that um, that they asked him to come back. And uh, so this was on uh, hattiptohollywookie.com. They're the, they're the ones that... Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're the... No, 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 no! It's real. I've, I've, I've seen the site before. They're, they're totesshoot.org. They're totes. They're totes real. So Ooh. they were at the uh, the Harmontown taping, and uh, they say, "quote Dan Harmon just told the audience of his podcast Harmontown that he has been asked to return to Community. As soon as Dan said it, he asked that it be edited out of the podcast, and it was just for us audience members. But soon after that, Dan said, "Ah, fuck it. I don't care. Who knows." He jokingly said that he would only return if they brought Chevy Chase back too, but even he couldn't stop laughing at that idea. So, I don't know. Maybe he's coming back. Honestly, I mean, maybe I'm not as big a community fan as as, as everybody else, but I, I didn't see the fucking difference. I did not see the difference between seasons one through three and season four. I, I really thought going into season four, there were, I, was, I was expecting a marked difference, mm. and I didn't. I didn't see much of a difference either, but also at the same time, I, I'm, I'm kind of getting a little sick of this, to be honest with you. <laughs> <laughs> I, just because it's like, okay, we get it. The big fans want him back. The whole thing with him and Chevy Chase, like it's back and forth. It's back and forth. Willy won't he, Willy won't he. Who gives a shit? Just fucking just put out a good product. I do think this right. past season kind of lacked a little bit. Yeah, I didn't see much of a difference, but there were episodes that kind of dragged a bit and kind of some that started getting weird for the sake of being weird. So yeah. who knows what the hell's going to happen. And at the same time, fifth season is interesting just because they kind of had a, the fourth season kind of had a finality to it. So where do they go from here? But hey, whatever. I'm not. I'm not a writer. So good luck, Dan Harmon, and the rest of the community. I'm a fan. I'm still gonna watch, but we'll see. We'll see what happens. A new season of John Oliver's New York stand-up show is gonna feature W. Kamal Bell, Paul F. Tompkins, Reggie Watts, and more. This was actually surprising to me because I thought Comedy Central was gonna cancel this show. Uh, because a few months ago they announced another stand-up comedy kind of showcase show that um adam divine from workaholics mm-hmm. 
is is hosting. So a few months ago, they announced that, and I'm like, there's no way they're going to have that show and the John Oliver show, but they are. They are. So yeah, huge. You can go to uh, laughspin.com to check out the uh, the full lineup, but they are filming in New York City from June 3rd to June 5th. Uh, so if you are in the area, um, you can go to laughspin.com. There's a link um, to uh, the place where you can get free tickets. A few of the names, like you mentioned, W. Kamau Bell, Paul F. Tompkins, Reggie Watts, Ron Funches, who is a, 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 I believe he's from Portland, up-and-coming comedian, Dan Soder, who's really funny, Nick Turner, James Adomian, uh, Morgan Murphy, who's hysterical, Rory Scovel, who else can I mention here, Jesse Klein, Sarah Schaefer Tom- from, um, what's that? Tom Lennon. Tom Lennon. My boy Tom Lennon. Yeah, I wonder what he's gonna do. He doesn't. He's not like a straight stand-up guy, is he? I don't know. I've never seen him do so. straight stand-up, so that'd be cool. So that should be good. Yeah, nice, nice, nice. I'll tell you, uh, I'm such a big fucking state fan, and I tweeted this the other day that uh, every once in a while, th- that genius that is Tom Lennon, I will still get Porcupine Racetrack stuck in my head from the state. I don't know if you were a big state fan, but goddamn it, I, I wasn't. Oh, I was huge, huge state fan, and Porcupine Racetrack will just get in my head, just get stuck in my head every once in a while. <laughs> what is what is that a song? It's the, yeah, it's a song. It's one of the skits that they did Porcupine Racetrack. It was awesome. It's probably one of the greatest. I could sing the whole thing for you, but I'm not going to. So don't worry about it. uh but what i am going to do is i'm going to play a little audio and i'm going to play a little audio from mike kaplan's new album uh meat robot (laughs) which is great great title and this uh the track that i'm gonna play is even better title it's called poops and poops a lot of people mistake me for gay i'm a vegan that is the confusion and If you don't know what a vegan is, it's just like a vegetarian, but a little more annoying. You know, like, I don't eat any butter or milk or dairy or eggs or any animal products except for honey, because fuck bees. I don't give a shit about bees. If you sting me, I eat your livelihood. That's my policy. I'm not here as a vegan to get in your face and tell you that you're living wrong, which you are, but I'm not going to do that. Because I don't like when people get in my face. They're all like, what's wrong with cheese, huh? What's wrong with cheese? What's wrong with you? You're very loud and weird, number one. What's wrong with cheese? It's delicious. Like, that's the only reason you should eat something, is that it's delicious? Would you eat a baby if it were delicious? Is it covered in cheese? Even weirder. Let me, let me out here. I don't know. Is it a free-range baby? Yeah, it's a free-range cheese baby. Get away from me. We're not friends anymore. I once went to a restaurant that said they, they had desserts that were 1,000% vegan. I was like, 1,000% vegan? I love vegan dessert. I also love math, so I'm conflicted, right? How can you be 1,000% vegan dessert? I bought one, and then nine animals came back to life. So I was like, oh, wow, that checks out. I get it. That totally makes sense. I went to the zoo when I was a kid. I asked my dad, do the animals enjoy living here at the zoo? My dad gave me that typical answer you hear sometimes. He said, does a bear shit in the woods? And I was like, that one doesn't, I don't think. I bet none of these bears shit in the woods. We're at the zoo. What, do you have a deal worked out with the woods keeper, perhaps, to bust the bears to the woods to shit? I don't know. What? Why not have them, have them shit on the bus, bust the shit to the woods? That way you can leave the bears. You'll have more shit on the bus. Or get the monkeys involved. They'll throw it. I don't know. My dad's like, it's just an expression. I'm like, oh, I'm a kid. I have a lot to learn, I guess. So that's when I learned, does a bear shit in the woods means yes. Like... Is the Pope Catholic? Also means yes, a great way to answer a question with a question. 
if the answer is yes. But what if the answer is no? Somebody asks you a question, and you answer the question, and it's no, there's nothing for that until now, because I came up with one. If somebody's like, hey, can you help me move next weekend? Oh, uh, is the Pope a bear? busy next weekend. The Pope is not a bear. I'm, uh, I can't help you. But thought you could work that one out. <laughs> there he is, Mike Kaplan and uh, Meat Robot out June 11th. Uh, and that was uh, Poops and Popes. I, pref- I actually prefer it as the Pope shit in the woods. That's mine. That's the one that I always say. <laughs> but uh, you got an interview with Mike too that we got we to put out, right? Yeah, actually, we should now. Now's probably a good time to do that. Yeah, sure. So look for that coming up on the uh, the Laugh's Been SoundCloud account. If you're not on it, get there. SoundCloud, it's fun. All right. Um, Will Forte announces that the McGruber sequel is happening, whether you like it or not. <laughs> Dylan, take it away. <laughs> yeah, I don't. I don't know why. I don't know why this is this is happening. I guess enough people. I don't know. Did enough people see this? It's got a it's got a forty seven percent rating on Rotten Tomatoes. Mm-hmm. It's it had uh, terrible reviews. Mm-hmm. I never have you seen it? I've never seen I, it. I I've seen like maybe twenty minutes of it. It was pretty ridiculous. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, for you for people who who might not know what we're talking about, when Will Forte was on uh, Saturday Night Live. He had a recurring sketch where he basically played a MacGyver character called uh, McGruber. And it was, I guess, popular enough that they made a movie out of it uh, in uh, 2010. Mm. Jesus, was it that? I feel like it was fucking way older than that, but it's not. It's no. it, was, it came out in 2010. Kristen Wiig was in it and Ryan Philippe was in it, uh, which is a shame because he's actually a really good actor. <laughs> Well, don't fault him, man. Everybody has their low points <laughs> in their careers. Jesus. So they're working on a um, on the script. So it'll be um, you know n- no time soon. But uh, the MacGruber sequel, you guys, it's in the works. Boy, fingers crossed that it gets put through. Just for laughs announces their lineup for the uh, Montreal Festival. Uh, Eddie Izzard, Seth Meyers, Joan Rivers. Joan Rivers, God bless her. Sarah Silverman (laughs) among the many, 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 many performers. Also, not only do they have a lot of uh, great comedians there, but they're also going to be having uh, some live podcasts at the uh, Just for Last Fest. No, we're not on the list, although we've tried and we, uh, we campaigned. And we got nothing, <laughs> fucking nothing. But Dodd Barry's will be, uh, Professor Blastoff, Mike Ward is full of shit, Fitzdog Radio, uh, WTF, Pete Holmes, just to name a few. And goddamn, is there a lot of amazing, talented performers uh, performing at the Just for Laughs Fest. Who are some of the ones that you want to mention? I'm, I'm going to mention a couple here. Go ahead. Maria Bamford, Amy Schumer, Kristen Schaal, Rich Hall, Rich Hall. <laughs> Yep. Jake Johansson, Greg Fitzsimmons, Joe DeRosa, Trevor Noah, Nick Kroll, Tignataro. Who else you want to mention? The list goes on and on, you guys. Gary Goldman. Brian Posehn. Brian Posehn. You guys could go, just go to uh, laughspin.com and you can check out the full list. And, um, Pretty you know, 
pretty much every comedian you would ever want to see. And Rich Hall. And Rich Hall, who's who's actually, <laughs> he's like a big deal in England now. Really? Yeah. No shit. Fucking Indeed. Remember, not necessarily the news. Sure. Yeah, he was like he was like the the breakout star of that show. Yeah. So, uh, when is the Montreal Just for Last Fest? Well, it's in July. I mean, technically, it runs like all July, but the first two weeks are like it's all French, and then the last two weeks is the uh, the English programming. Um, but it's really the last week that like most of the industry goes down for and, um, yeah. So it's like the last week in July. And the keynote speaker this year is going to be Colin Quinn. Uh, yeah, which is awesome. Yeah, which is great. He, uh, Pat Oswalt did a bang up job last year. You may remember his speech. He, uh, that hit the web hard after the festival last year. It was great. It was fantastic. It's going to be a tough act to follow this year, but Colin Quinn is one of those guys that can totally do it. And uh, fingers crossed that he announces the uh, the, re- the successful return of, of a tough crowd. That would be great. <laughs> yeah. Not going to happen. But <laughs> I, I somehow don't think that's going to happen. Damn it. Maria Bamford, speaking of Maria Bamford, because she's going to be at the festival, but uh, she also launches a new web series on my damn channel. What's this about, sir? Yeah, this should be this should be good. This is uh, I I find I mean I love Maria Bamford. I think she's great, but this is interesting from uh, a an industry perspective as well because she was really one of the first comedians that had a web series uh, when it wasn't like a normal like a super normal thing. Now everybody has a fucking web series or a podcast, but in two thousand eight. Uh, she had a show called The Maria Bamford Show on a site called Super Deluxe, which uh, is now defunct. Um, and it was a, a really good show where she basically, she played a fictionalized version of herself who had a mental breakdown and moved back home to Minnesota with her family. And then she per- kind of portrayed her entire family uh, as well as her her arch <laughs> childhood nemesis, Christy Coons. <laughs> um so this show is, uh, by the time you hear this, uh, the first episode will be live. It launched on uh, May 30th mm-hmm. on mydamnchannel.com. So definitely check it out. It's called, it's called Ask My Mom. And basically what it is, is uh, it's Maria Bamford portraying her mother, Marilyn, who, by the way, speaking of Montreal, I met once years ago in Montreal when uh, I met Maria Bamford in Montreal. She was she was there with her mom, Marilyn. Oh, how about that? A very lovely woman. Yeah, there you go. So she plays her mom giving advice, and you can go to laughspin.com, and there's uh, a trailer. There should either, at the very least, there should be a trailer on Laughspin or uh, the, first, the first episode where you go there. So looking forward to that one. All right, all right. A couple other new shows in the work. FX greenlights a Billy Crystal pilot called The Comedians, and Hannibal Buress signs a deal with Comedy Central. Uh, television pilot, national tour, and more to come. So uh, The Comedians with Billy Crystal is uh, adding to their already robust comedy lineup on FX. Billy Crystal, 65, is going to be starring as a uh, aging comedian who... Is stuck with a younger, more hip performer on a late night sketch comedy show. Who is this younger performer? Who's being? Who's playing him? No, uh, it's not. It's not mentioned yet. Really? Okay, cool. So they're so they're just they're, It's this is a Swedish show that is coming, kind of uh, having an America reboot, and 
uh, Billy Crystal is set to be the uh, the older gentleman in it, and it's going to be uh, that that'll be interesting. That's set to launch what? Uh, it's come out. Well, it's it's long, just right? the, no, it's well, it's just in the pilot phase right now. Oh, it is. Yeah, oh, it's it just is. a it's just a pilot deal. So you know, it might not even happen. Hmm. hmm. But meanwhile, Hannibal Burris signs a deal with Comedy Central for for a pilot and uh, and also a national tour. Yeah, this is kind of uh he's one of a handful of of comedians that signed uh, a deal like this. Uh Tosh was one of them. Uh I want to say mm, well, he's the only one I could think of off the top of my head. But Dan, but uh so basically it's like a it's like a multi-platform deal where Comedy Central, uh, you know, is developing him. So he'll, under this contract, he'll go out on at least one national stand-up comedy tour. Um, he's got a pilot deal, which means he's, it just means he's going to pitch Comedy Central a bunch of pilots. Mm-hmm. Uh, maybe something will happen. Um, he will have a recurring role in the upcoming series Broad City, which is being produced by Amy Poehler. Um and I think that's it. Is that it? Hmm? Is it? Is it? Hmm? I, I think that's it. Hmm? Yeah. So that's uh that's Hannibal Burris. He's um you know he's 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 huge in Comedy Central. Definitely, this is it's a good business move because this means this is you know it's probably he can't you know he can't stray too far from Comedy Central at this point. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. Um, and then our our final story before we get to the last piece of audio here is um, uh, one that's just I, I think this is fantastic. Carol Burnett uh, is set to receive the Mark Twain Prize for American Humor. This is probably one of the highest honors that somebody can get. Uh, you know, especially a comedian is the 16th annual Kennedy Center Mark Twain Prize for American Humor, and Carol Burnett's going to be re- receiving that. Of course, if you don't know who Carol Burnett is, you just suck. <laughs> she <laughs> she uh, did the Carol Burnett Show 67 to 78, won six Emmys throughout her career, and ultimately gave birth to one of the best ensemble comedy cats of all time. Harvey Korman, Lyle Wagner, and Vicki Lawrence became household names. Um, and the Carol Burnett Show, still funny to this day. You can go on YouTube, watch some old <laughs> clips, and of course you can also go on, on Laughspin, and check out uh, the uh, more information about the uh, the Mark Twain awards that she the Mark Twain award that she's going to be getting, uh, and that's set to take place uh, October twentieth, and it'll air on PBS October thirtieth. So yeah, yeah, that's great. Uh, anything you want to add to that? Or are we gonna move on? Yeah, no, we could just okay. Cool. Yeah. All right, and then finally, before we get out of here for the week, uh, we have a track from what is it, Danny Lobel? Danny Lobel, comedian Danny Lobel has an album out. It's called Some Kind of Comedian. I highly suggest you pick it up. And um, yeah, I just wanted to play uh, part of a track here. I really, I really enjoy it. There you go. I also grew up with a lot of Israeli relatives, which also transformed into a lot of weird bedtime stories growing up because they would change them on me. I had an uncle that would come over and babysit me as a kid, and he'd tell me stories, be like, Chante Dumpty. He's uh, sat on the western wall. He had a very big fall. It was an incident with blame on the Palestinians. Hamas claimed responsibility for the fall. 
So 20 minutes later, we have the tank of Israelis around the compound in Ramallah. There's a lot of shooting back and forth and bomb. In retaliation, they sent five suicide bombers into the streets of Jerusalem that blew themselves up everywhere. All the king's horses and all the king's men could not put them back together because it was blood and guts and body parts splattered all over the street and the sidewalk. 50 people killed, 60 people injured, a night of terror and bloodshed. Sweet dreams, Danny boy, huh? <laughs> Tomorrow night I tell you the story of the three blind mice and the terrorists that put acid in their eyes and made them like this. <laughs> Danny Lobel, ladies and gentlemen. That's really good. Danny Lobel, some kind of comedian. Out now. Go get it. Go get it. All right, man. Let's do it. Let's get out of here, please. Guys, thanks so much for listening. We really appreciate it. You should be checking us out on Twitter. Twitter! At Laughspin.com, we're on Tumblr, we're on Facebook. Of course, you should be visiting Laughspin.com every single day of your life. And uh, if you wanted to reach out to me personally, uh, maybe you have some comedy questions, maybe you want to say uh, how handsome I am, by all means, do so at Dylan at Laughspin.com. I'm going to do that right now. Dylan, you are handsome <laughs> at Dylan.handsome.com. Okay, wait, that was wrong. <laughs> Uh, you can listen to me on another podcast I like to call Masters of None, mastersofnone.com. Thank you all for coming on board on that one as well. It's been a lot of fun to uh, to see some of the numbers rise. It's great. Thanks, thanks guys. Thanks, guys. Appreciate it. And uh, also check us out, allthingscomedy.com, soundcloud.com. These are the places to go to get some great comedy as well as to just, you know, listen to not only our podcast but the interviews that we throw out like we're throwing the Mike Kaplan stuff out and things that we had already and you get to comment right there right there on the file on the SoundCloud file and say hey that was a good point or hey you're a piece of shit or whatever you want to fucking say it's right there you know we, you can do you can do so um, and that's it and that's it for us here on the Last Spin Podcast we will see you next week thanks a lot guys bye bye